The full text of my opinion piece first published in the Australian Financial Review on March 26, 2021. The Minter's chairman went missing in action. One of the most important jobs of a chair is to resolve major disputes within the partnership without it spilling out to the rest of the firm, and even worse, into client land. This quote reflects a sentiment expressed by many law firm leaders I spoke to about the recent saga at Minter. Ellison. While I'm not privy to the internal machinations at Minter's to say whether this is a fair judgment or not about the firm's chairman, David O'Brien, it does raise the question as to what should be expected of a chair. In my view, the answer lies in the confluence of governance, guidance, and glue. Governance. The chair of partners usually has an active leadership role in firm governance. As such, his or her job is to ensure that management's direction is broadly aligned with the interests of equity partners and other stakeholders. Unlike company structures, partnership governance roles and responsibilities are not stipulated in any statute and are largely ambiguous. All partners are assumed take on all responsibilities concurrently. In this context, the chair and managing partner are expected to carve out a tailored governance framework that balances stewardship, operational efficiency, risk-taking, control, transparency, partner autonomy and accountability. The chair of partners would usually be expected to facilitate the effective functioning of board and partner meetings, ensure accurate timely and relevant information flow, oversee risk and compliance, manage board composition, and lead the process of reviewing the managing partner's performance and succession. In some firms, the chair is actively involved in deciding profit allocation and progression. In other firms, their role is more of an independent arbiter in profit allocation appeals. Guidance while most medium and large firms have adopted a more corporate governance model, partners as owner-operators still often want to say when it comes to critical decisions around firm purpose, values, capital allocation and broad strategic direction. The chair plays a critical role in helping the firm's executives navigate this decision-making minefield. Their guidance is critical in deciding which fights to pick, what options are on or off the table, what's the best approach and form to raise issues, and where power really lies in and around the partnership. Chairs often act as cultural barometers, forecasting the mood, energy, and tone of the partnership. Their predictions of an imminent storm, or conversely, a period of calm and confidence can be hugely beneficial. At a more micro level, firm chairs often act as a sounding board or mentor for the managing partner. In this role, they help talk through tricky issues, provide honest feedback, and offer comfort when exasperation overwhelms. This mentoring role is particularly important for the induction of new managing partners or an external appointment. In the latter case, the chair needs to lend some of their social capital until the new leader's position is firmly established. Glue. The third role of the chair is to foster partnership cohesion and stability. This doesn't mean leading the firm cheer squad, but rather putting out spot fires and addressing corrosive politicking. Spot fires may include a major fallout between two senior partners or where an individual partner has displayed behavior incongruent with the firm's values or there is a case of systemic underperformance. It is quite common for the chair to join the managing partner in having a fireside chat with these problem partners. The chair helps create a sense of deep collective concern. This threat is hoped to be the catalyst necessary to change aberrant behavior. Pie splitting is often a source of corrosive politicking. For example, in meritocracies choosing a side when there's a commercial or legal conflict could result in a major differential in individual earnings. In these instances, the chair may get involved in dialing down the emotions and ensuring that trust in the model is maintained. Coming back to the Minter-Ellison situation, I don't have any first-hand information as to assess whether the firm's chair did an effective job in governing, guiding, and gluing. 
As with so many tricky issues in law firm partnerships, that's ultimately for Mr. O'Brien's partners to decide.